three, two, one. Woo! Good day. Welcome to the Curious Observer Podcast. Exploring thoughts with Marcus Bonilla. Welcome, Marcus. And you know, I What's have to say on, we've been we've I think the first time we met was at Texas State. I think that was the very first time yeah, you came in 2011 probably. or 10. Yeah. 11. 11, right. Okay. I got there 2010 and I remember the first time you walked in and the the thing that really even till then since uh, rather since then in, until now what strikes me the most like distinct memory is your voice, man. Mm-hmm. You have such a powerful voice. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just so fitting Thanks, man. that you've opened up the space within the podcast realm, which how long have you been, you know, exp- in, in, uh, in that space? So I started my show uh, back in July. So at the tail end of July. So we're coming up on what is that? Five months. Woo. So and it's, you been, know, it's been a journey, man. It is, sure. right? And, you know, I appreciate the feedback that, you know, I, I've been I've been poking curiosity at that uh, also, <laughs> s- especially when the lockdown occurred. And, you know, absolutely. Um, man. And I think many, many I think a lot of it is because we're all just curious with what's going on. And it's a great opportunity to catch up, catch up. And, you know, it's also a space where and each other's eye gets to be explored uh uh, together you know and you know i think what what you're doing with your podcast by giving this you know the opportunity for your friends in a shared space is special it's very special and i want to ask you this and well before i ask you this question if i may add before the question quite era defining quite era defining and here's the question okay how do you how do you feel about that uh about that sentiment or or the 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 starting of the my show or well, you know I'll, it, it, i'm sure we can look at it from both ways you know from yeah. the start of it and perhaps you can share what what comes to mind what it means in terms of the matter of factness that this is such an era defining time that oh is, i see yes and here you are inviting the space within community where especially in days like these days, like of these times where it's actually preferred to stay home. And so it's like, well, what do we do, especially from a distance? If anything, it almost tied in, uh, it almost blurred the distance for this kind of access. Like the fact that I'm hanging out Mm -hmm. with you here, uh, you're, I'm I'm in San Antonio and you are in Austin. In Temple. 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 North of Austin. Mas Parriba. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's like I feel like we're hanging in the in the music building, that kind of thing. So going, yeah, yeah, yeah. So going to that um, question, yeah, go for it. So I don't. The reason why I started this was like like you're saying the uh, a mix of like what you're saying. Um, I I really enjoyed my time uh, in college when I was got when I was a bartender and and a server and and an Uber driver where I was just constantly meeting people and constantly talking to, to individuals and getting their stories here and there and um once I started teaching uh full time I got less and less than that naturally mm-hmm. obviously like uh I mean I'm still talking to people daily but it, you know it's it's a difference between me and and random dude coming in from West Texas stopping in for a drink and me and this sixth grade kid who's <laughs> 12 years old and uh 
is just, hyped they just about got to get here. this line of shoes. Yeah, they just, they just got, got here. here, man. Like, I've been, I've been teaching almost longer than some of them have been been alive. Well, like been in the teaching game, if yeah. you will, uh, between teching and and blah blah blah. It's almost um, as though you've gotten to have the opportunity to face uh, the realities of life that we are all fa- that we are uh, that that awaits everyone. That it's almost as feel it's almost as though when we're kids, it's something to be avoided, but it's actually something to be uh, hurdled over. And so you've done that for you know as the the wrestling through the days uh, within ourselves that time period. You know, as as are you saying that that's equivalent to how old uh, essentially these kids are? <laughs> kind of, yeah, 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 yeah. Just at least just being out the experience. Social. Yeah. Yeah, 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 getting that experience of 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 teaching as in in all the uh, facilities that I've done and all the ensembles and high schools and blah blah blah. Like, uh, this is my third year of formal education uh, as a teacher, but for same here s- about six years. Shout out, congratulations! <laughs> uh, but for the six years that I was in college, I was also teaching uh, in some capacity. So, like, that's what I mean by like. Um, I've been teaching for almost as long as, you know, 12, a 12 year old, like in three more years, I will be as, as old as them, if you will, in the teaching game. And, you know, that's, that's brought a lot of experiences to me, um, uh, over those years, getting, getting that opportunity to teach as much as I did, uh, in a similar light, if I, I distinctly remember you being one of like the dudes that was gigging greatly throughout your college experience. Mm-hmm. And so you just have that experience of of being in different ensembles and playing with different groups. And, yeah. you know, you take those, you take those experiences. And if you have the time, which we did this year with, with being in quarantine to digest them and understand what they, what they were, you can understand what the effects that they had on you into your person now. Um, and, and that's kind of how we ended up here, uh, with, with the podcast is that I, I realized that that was a big part of me, big part of my life was talking to individuals and, and getting to sit down and hear their stories. That was a big part of, of what I'd done my entire life. And I wasn't getting that. And when you're forced to be alone in your thoughts, you know, I, I don't know what your living situation is down in San Antonio, but I'm out here in Temple by myself. So out here in San Antonio by myself. Yes. Man, yeah. Very so, full of reflection. I can't wait to share two. I was going to share one poem, but now I have to share two, but I'll yeah, they'll drop man. whenever by they'll drop means. whenever they have to. By all means. <laughs> um, but yeah, just that, that, that top of quarantine, just really having to, to slow, slow it down and think about, um, happiness and meaning and effectiveness and and all these things that I think a lot of us were forced to think about that we all knew about but for some reason we're avoiding yeah it's like in, we shove it our, but it's always hanging out and it's yeah. like we it almost it calls our attention every single time every time we look at it even when we decide not to look at it it says hello and it's like yeah and it's like it's why do we ignore it? Why do we uh, notice it? And 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 the question 
therefore is it perhaps is it to notice it and okay i'll notice it now from there what leave it there what do you do with that yeah yeah it's like well if i leave it there it still calls my attention so maybe it's not just noticing it so it's like let me let me effect into it and Mm -hmm. even if i don't know what to do with it let me effect into it and then maybe it'll give me uh, an opportunity to have more insight with what to do from there like it could be as silly as you know uh you know you know, like something I've been uh, mentioning to my friends. It's like, you know, I, I've been working out at this gym. Shout out to Orange Theory, by the way, everyone. Okay. Take a look at that. I, I what I, I love did. about I, that. Yes, dude. Yes. I did Orange Theory for a month, man. That was, it was, yes. it was a good time. It was I, hard. I, yeah. I, for me, what my takeaway uh, since last August until now is that I don't think about, uh, I don't think about the workout. I just think about showing up. I just think about go and follow the feel and the workouts are always, they're always different. They're never the same. They're in different combinations. And so therefore they blur like this, the, the, the boringness of like, Oh, all right, we're going to do that thing again. It's like, no, no, it's different. Yeah. Every time. So you just go in, it's all mindset. It's like, now you get to look at your mindset where it becomes more clear when it was blurred at first, but when it's consistent, you see that mindset and your energy and, and I noticed that whenever I start to feel pain and the resistance, like my body saying, what the, what the, what are we doing here? It's like, oh, that's the moment where we get to decide the noticing. Where is it? Is, is it yeah. going to, is it going to, I'm going to, am I going to let myself like to sew through my flesh slowing down or am I going to sew an allowance of just, let me see what happens if I push a little bit more. It's going to suck. Mm-hmm. Let me see what happens over a push bloom. And all of a sudden, it's been an hour. And it's like, I feel great. What? And now you're done. Yeah. And it, and then it just, so I, I, that pattern, I noticed that around the house, you know, like, you know, with dishes, like, you know, you know, I, I, I would say that now I have a consistency whenever I don't have, whenever I finish a plate, I have to clean it. The only exception, mm-hmm. I, the only exception I don't clean it's like if I'm about to be super late and I have to be somewhere and I barely had time to eat. Yeah, that's the only exception, and I'll deal with it later. That's that's the exchange. But most of the and like what it has to be, it has to be taken care of right there. It's that zone. How can you how can you compress it? And of course, that zone shows up in you know working out, shows up in thinking, shows up in you know in conversation, shows up in you know ideas thoughts uh what, what what comes to mind along that thread um i mean that's that's a large part of of just kind of how i go about my life and this was one of the things that i was battling with at the top of quarantine was um this notion of nobody's gonna outwork me right um are you always gonna hustle you're always gonna stay busy and all these things and when I have the option and the world's, you know, not on fire as it sometimes feels <laughs> currently, um, I'm like, yeah, let me, let me work 90 hours a week. I'm down. I got that all day. Like, hell yeah, I can put in that work. I know what that takes. I got that. And it allows me to not think about that, the, the book on the bookshelf, if you will. Right. Cause it's like, I can't, I'm not going to, like, I acknowledge that it's there. I know that it's important, but I physically don't have the time to go and do that. 
So now it's I'm busy doing this other thing. It has a it has a justified reason, not not just a a foggy reason, but a specific reason. So it's like yeah. going going to the like I need a I should be the rule is like I have to wash it right after it's being used. But I'm I'm gonna be late, and the priority hierarchy, yeah, puts that underneath the thing I have to go to right now. Mm-hmm. So it's like now there's a a realized invisible hierarchy of like actions and series of like triggers that open up all these different actions that turn into yeah. you know you know if, if I may use the word manifestations you know <laughs> it, it, uh, it, yeah I, I think that's the thought. And then, but then on the, on the flip side of that, I, the other part of my thought process on a daily basis is, um, the way you do one thing is the way you do everything. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I'm in, I'm in the same vein of the only dish that I don't clean right away is actually the, um, uh, my plastic containers, like my meal prep containers, mm-hmm. uh, everything else. It's like immediately afterwards I clean it. Um, you know, I, I, just simple, simple tasks like that. Like I always uh, pick up trash as I'm going through the band hall. I'm just like, I feel the need to clean up after, after myself, because it's like, why it, yes. Do I need to pick it up right now? No, but what's hurting me from picking it up right now? Nothing. So just do it. And in the same vein of, of working out, it's like, yeah, you're tired, but you know that after you're done working out, you're not tired. Yeah. So go work out. Yeah. And you'll like a you won't be tired, and B you'll feel better about yourself because you know blah 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 endorphins, your endocrine system, blah like. And you get to recognize you. You're beating your inner bitch. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Always striving to conquer the inner bitch. Yeah. (laughs) There you go. Something like that. And you know, you know, I, I really like that you mentioned even the the fact that you specifically acknowledge at the band hall the trash can and you know it's so easy to overlook the trash can right it's it's the thing that's ugly that's the thing that's discussed yeah. it's the thing that don't that's a discard we don't want that anymore yet it's the thing that allows for everything to have such peace and and cleanliness and 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 order right so it's yeah. like you're you're recognizing there's a funnel that allows for all of that that's connected around it, which is the, you know, the order, the clean, the cleanliness. There's that one spot where should things get messy, it doesn't just stay there. Actually, what a miracle! It goes somewhere and they it goes, goes somewhere away. Else. Oh god! Just like just like our butthole. So it's like imagine if we don't <laughs> wash our butt. Imagine it like ah, oh, thank God there goes the shit, and we don't wash. Imagine that. Imagine a world like that. I mean, of course, we're going way out here, <laughs> but I guess the point is the circulation of life, the circulation of the day to day. That's the point. Yeah. The circulation of how things are connected, uh, even uh, indirectly, invisibly, but clearly uh, connected. Especially when there's an absence of its function. It's like, there it goes. It's very clear that that needs to be something to be adhered to. Uh, adhere to. So mm-hmm. I, I appreciate that you mentioned that you you make it a point. If I can, I will. You know, how I do anything yeah. shows up in how I do everything. And yeah, man, you know, and by the way, uh, 
let's pull, let's pull the reins a little bit here. That's the kind of thing that Marcus and I have always found ourselves in since we first met at Texas State at you know in, yeah, I agree. in marching band and the field, um, you know, on the on the way to class or out of class, anywhere really. I, I want another thing aside from your low voice. It's out of many things, I wanted to mention those two things. The voice and especially every single time we, we would speak, we would find ourselves within the depths of vortex of thought. And yeah. it, it was almost timeless. And I so it, I was not surprised that that these were the kinds of conversations that you were having with your friends. Uh, now, how many episodes at this particular time? Uh, last night, I just recorded episode 44. And... And I don't know when this this comes out, but that'll come out. Uh, what's today's day? This is a six. Uh, six. Oh, so that okay. so that'll come out on the tenth. That Sweet. episode. So episode forty-four. Well, stay so tuned. I'm, by the way, I was going to give a plug later, but we're, we're, I want to give as many plugs as possible, as, as especially as people are listening uh, up until this point. Be sure to plug into Marcus Bonilla's "Holla at Your Boy" podcast. Where can they find you? Uh, all things social media, um, and it's. Uh, so Instagram, Facebook, and I'll have we got that a TikTok as well, right there. Yeah, <laughs> appreciate you. Uh, but it's just holla h o l l a at a t y u h b o i. Yes. So if you look that up, you'll find us on all things social media. You'll find us on on all things um, on all streaming platforms for podcasts as well. So appreciate you yes. allowing me to plug that in. Oh, for sure, and uh, plug away and. You know, I think this uh, this is a good segue into uh, a poem I wanted to toss at you, and uh, okay. this is something that that was branched off of something you you you're talking about uh, how much the quarantine has uh, allowed an opportunity for deep diving within one's uh, just reflecting all that has been and has shaped all that is you or one individual when all that time is just like, okay, we're at home. What do we do? We're at home all the time. What is it? What, what are these thoughts? Uh, yeah. Why do I think this way? And is there a better way? And man, I could be this way, man, what all that, that, all that. So it's, I wrote it on the 21st of November at 12 56 AM. I was on a Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> I've been writing the times for all of these. It's like, they just been interesting. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's so I'll just let it flow. Here it is. Here it is. What does it really mean to reflect? If it means at least along the lines of parallel as one's image, right, on a mirror is parallel to one's face, right? How can we process what is our mirror metaphorically? Looking through the lens, like, and here's the lens right here. As face is to mirror, the self is as to what? Hashtag Buddha self reflection. <laughs> and the concluding piece, the coda, if I will, is this the constant piecing together of data that makes up that make up the image of oneself 
through our mind's eye. What are we all? That's just one individual, just yourself, myself, and individual. Now, all of a sudden, we're just snapping into everybody. What are we all seeing through our mirror? Not only metaphorically, but especially virtually. What comes to mind? I, <laughs> um, so the, we could go so from the, the face yeah. r- running parallel. Yes, to the like faces to a mirror, and the body is to what, um, or even maybe not even the body, but like where we find ourselves being able to say, "Who am I? I'm right here." That voice that that's thinking and processing, maybe not a good idea. Maybe this is a good idea. that processing that. The where the what's the equivalent metaphorically? What is what is that? It's mirroring. Mirror. Yeah. Um I think I think it's mirroring choices. Mm. You know, I think it's it's with every you know the Isaac Newton with every action is that equal and opposite reaction. Right. Uh, but then on still in the same vein of like physics and such, you have like the infinite universes. And I think every choice that is presented to you, you have the reflection would be all the choices possible and all the outcomes possible with that reflection. Um, and it's, you know, choose your own adventure and see. And unfortunately, it's not like the choose your own adventure from back in in elementary school where if you didn't like that, (laughs) that outcome, you could flip back to the page, see where else you could go and choose that storyline. It's like you, whatever choice you make, that's, that's the choice that you're, that you're, you're, yeah, you have to deal with that. And, and whether or not it's a good outcome or a bad outcome, it's the outcome that you chose. And that ties into my thoughts on regret and I don't, and I actively try to practice not having any regrets in my life because um, it was your, your decision at that point in time, whether it was a good or bad decision, you Oh, whether it ended up being a good or bad decision, mm. that was the decision you felt was the right decision to be made at that point in time. So why would you, quote unquote, hurt yourself yeah. for making the decision that you made, right? Yeah, sometimes the decisions we make are less than ideal. And then it's your job to figure out why it's less than ideal. So an opportunity arises. Yeah, and and move forward from that. See how you can benefit from that. Uh, I was just Free saying data. this last night. Yeah, I was saying this last night to the to the dudes on my show that I've only ever learned through failure, um, and and I I mean I mean that statement. It's like I seldom have I gotten those big W's in life. You know what I mean? Like I was never I never did like the all state thing in high school. I never. I, it took me four tries to audition to get into the school of music. I 
it's probably better that way yeah yeah but exactly it ended up being better that way because i have this this work ethic in me to to get it done and i know that i know that i have failed harder before so if i fail right now i'm a bi you know what I mean? Yeah, you you've so seen think, light. You've seen light as like as the the one thing's for sure. If I'm breathing, that's a huge light already. Yeah, it's so easy, it's so easy yeah, to man. forget, and you know it's fair to forget because there's so much other uh, other things going on, and we live in such a time where we get to work close, and you know we have a you know like in our situation we have a job, and you know we have yeah. you know we have students to teach, and they look forward to us, and it's like, oh wow, like. You know, that's that's kind of overwhelming. That's kind of overwhelming. It is, and man. It very much is. So it's like, okay, no matter what loss may come, you know, one, one thing's for sure, uh, experience has been seen to suggest that that just asks the question, what's next? And, all right, entering the zone of well, what's next is a better question than not asking perhaps. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, a lot of people choose the easy path because that's the one that they, you know, going back to this analogy of, of being presented with, with all the outcomes of a choice standard practice is take the path with the least resistance because you know that the outcome is going to be a little bit easier, whether or not it's the outcome that you want, it's the safe, it's the safe bet. So why would you not take the safe bet? And, mm. you know, with those choices, you can have a comfortable life, but then you get into the conversation of fulfillment and are you happy? And I've had many conversations about what happiness means and man, it is. It's everywhere. It's such an ambiguous statement. Happiness. It's like it seems right. as though it's a capture, and I feel like I think you're. I think I know where you're going. I want to. I want to see what you got to say. Yeah, it's just like like happy, ha- like almost all emotions are fleeting. Hmm. So just like so, I can't sit here and preach like, yo, if something bad happens to your life, eventually you'll get over it, and then also be like, but when you're happy, you need to hold on to that. Like, no, man, like when you're happy you should be present in that moment and be like man this is dope this feels good mm-hmm. but then also know that like it's passing like water this, that you drink yeah this too is gonna go away and it's up to you to continue work to allow yourself to feel those emotions right allow yourself to give you the opportunity to be happy Right. That and that's why I like with the, the, the path less traveled idea, it's you know it you and I you and I went into into the music game. You know, mm-hmm. that's not uh many of our colleagues went into the performance game, which is even less of a likelihood of of positive outcome. And differentiating between education and uh performance, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. That's how uh like you and I, you and I did education and that's already like kind of a little frowned upon, like, you know, you're going to be a music teacher. 
All right, I guess. Who's saying that? And then who's saying that? (laughs) (laughs) They don't know. You know, there's 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 the plethora of parents that are that are out there where it's like, especially especially in our communities, man, where it's 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 uh, I don't know what what your parents' uh, background is, but like uh, my my dad was twenty years military retired. And the military did did everything for us, right? It, it got it got them out of the poor situation that they were in growing up. So then my dad joined the military. It's like, yo, why would you not join the military? Like, you get oh, all the health benefits, I you get see, all these, you get all these things, and you just gotta do the military. Like, just do that. And then I'm like, nah, I'm gonna go be a music teacher. And it's like, but that's not as like clear cut as the military. So why would especially because that's you their experience. That yeah. Exactly. It, you know, it's, it's everybody's thoughts are based off of their experiences. And if all you know is what you know, why, why would you think another thing is uh, going to be a positive outcome? Mm-hmm. Right. Because it's just as likely to have a negative outcome. <laughs> yeah. And I think that just goes going back to what you're saying about familiarity. I think that's what you're saying. Yeah. And, and it's, you know, and maybe that's along the lines of path of least resistance and and perhaps once again another thread of perhaps uh there's timing for it's like what's the balance between path of least resistance and the this i don't know who which stoic philosopher says it but one of those people um one of those greek or i don't know the the depths of like who said somebody what, yeah <laughs> one of those stoics blunt talk gotcha um, you know the path is found in in the in like I think I'm totally butchering this. Uh, so no one said this. I'm I'm paraphrasing. Uh, you got it, dog. You the got obstacle it. is the way, or something like that. Obstacle is the way. So it's like very opposite of the path of mm-hmm. least resistance is where you want to be because that's where ultimately it's like if you want you're playing soccer. That's what you know. That's technically scoring a goal. You know what opens the the path for least resistance so that the bond goes in. And at the same time, yeah. you know, the obstacle is away because, you know, uh, I can see how that's going to be heavily fortified. And perhaps if, because it's fortified, now you have to go through that and create a situation where you can disturb the field so that you can create, once again, that path of least resistance. I'm not a mm-hmm. soccer player, by the way. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, any soccer players out there, you're welcome to talk shit. It's all good. <laughs> no man that but that's that's exactly like it's in, for me i think it's important to be uncomfortable mm-hmm. you know um again i don't think i've ever been truly comfortable in my life um well that that statement's a little vague i've always been comfortable in the sense of i've always had roof over my head always had uh, a job to pay the bills i've always had blah 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 that's always that's always been taken care of but like in the sense of like not just stopping there right like i could have just had one job to pay the bills and it could have just been a, a a better job than the one that i was doing but like the goal was to teach so i was teaching down in san antonio while living in san marcus and i was getting paid a hundred dollars for a season obviously that's not paying the bills. So 
you got to supplement that with a bartending gig and a waiting gig. And then you're able to pay the bills uh, that, that to live that comfortable life. But in doing that, you then negate the comfortability of like time management because then you're working six, seven days a week, you know, going to school full time, working full time, trying to go teach in a city that's an hour uh, over an hour away from you. It's like, that's what I mean by being uncomfortable is like putting yourself in these situations where time you are forced to learn. You're forced to grow. You can't stay stagnant. And yeah. that is also the beauty of, of the, the industry that we chose of music where um, if you're staying stagnant, you're losing gigs. Mm-hmm. You are, you're not getting paid. <laughs> yeah. Even, even even though yeah even though we're educators like i just you know the fundamental of of being a musician if you're not growing in some way as in in music you are then making something worse whether that's yourself whether that's your students whether that's the people around you if you're not getting better uh you're getting worse so it's like we're almost fortifying pretending versus fortifying the, the sharpening of an axe, the sharpening of a sword. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's got to be right. chopping. It's got to be slicing and it's going to be now enduring uh, dullness. So it's like, well, I can't be going out there with a dull sword. So I have to sharpen. And so there's a circle, there's circulation. Yeah, exactly. And, and you know, because of this, I, I've, I've been so curious to ask along trying to formulate a question uh but along those lines because this is at this time we're in the uh, the 6th of december and podcasting is its own kind of thing and 44 episodes man that's freaking awesome man heck yeah thanks man i really appreciate it and you know may may more continue to flow the sharpening continue to be found and and i'd be curious to ask you this what what kind what kind of sharpening are you finding not only in articulation but specifically look welcoming the eye of others especially in this beautiful <laughs> uh mix of culture that has arisen mm-hmm. uh into this you know this uh, mysterious 2020 and, and <laughs> it seems as though this roaring 20s is ser- seriously living up to its cousin uh or previous generation from 1920s and the 2020s yeah, it's it's a young predecessor old predecessor <laughs> excuse and me by the, and by the way uh, i'll add this thought for uh, uh you're welcome to thread off of this later uh imagine if they had you know instagram and all of the let's just say right now it's 1920 and then the whoever is doing this right now in uh in 2020 right hypothetically what kind of data they would have of these people. Oh, yeah. Jeez. Look at all yeah. that. So in terms of uh, bringing it back to the first question, I guess we can use that as a lens. Um, yeah. What what do you, what are you finding that's becoming a realized sharpening of a sword metaphorically? Um, so much like I was talking about intrinsically looking into my own mental state and and all that of, of quarantine, uh, I also kind of was forced to look into the world of teaching, right? I don't, I don't know what the situation has been down there for, for you in San Antonio, what your district is, but um, I chose to work on myself physically, mentally, 
and um job wise if you will for lack of a better term right mm-hmm. so mentally you know i got really heavy into meditation um understanding what it means to actually breathe and and relax with oneself and and be more observant to one's the, surrounding the miracle chemical reaction that happens in the body you're like whoa yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um Acknowledging that, working through that, and 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 acknowledging that's a practice that you have to um, practice. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, where it's just like you can't just tell yourself to calm down. Like you have to like work on what like what is your state of actually being calm. And so if you know what your state is, and you're up here, you know how to work it down to here, as mm-hmm. opposed to before, where it's just like if you don't know where you're the calm level is and you're up here and it's like calm down son and then like you come down here like all right i did it it's like not really dog if, if you're supposed to be here and you're going there you took a step it, back but you didn't fully just because you checked off the box doesn't mean you fulfilled the the fact did the work yeah yeah uh and then physically um don't have to go too much into this but i set out to um I've always been a gym rat of sorts and I decided to actually take that to the most extreme and, and, uh, work in, uh, set a goal of competing in a men's bodybuilding oh, physique show. Dang bro. Yeah, man. And, and How's that I'm going? 10 weeks, I'm 10 weeks down. I've got two weeks to go. And, uh, you know, I'm pretty excited for it, man. I'm, I'm well, excited. Ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here. Stay tuned. Two weeks from now, that's going to be around Christmas time, right? Yeah, the, December 19th. You, you, so you're going to wear it a little, be. little, one of those little pants and with, and with a Santa hat or what? <laughs> <laughs> that's coming out on the calendar later. Man. Ah! Yes. <laughs> no, um, it's, it's a pretty, it's a pretty basic show. You know what I mean? And again, it's just like, um, uh, a personal endeavor of like yeah. finally taking the the physicality of myself seriously. You know what I mean? I've always worked out. I've always tried to eat right, but I've now forced myself to like, what does it actually mean to do these things? What does it actually mean to, to view yourself as a vehicle? Yeah. 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 And uh, it's been, it's been really enlightening and um, it's been really hard as well. Yeah. That's uh, the best part. Yeah. And then, and then talking education wise, man, um, like I asked, I don't know what you're doing with, with what your district is doing, but they, from the jump of the school year, we were doing the, the hybrid method of some kids are allowed to be online. Some Mm -hmm. kids are allowed to be in person. Um, and thankfully since I'm at a high school, um, UIL passed the rule where you could come in person for all UIL events, and then you could take all the rest of your courses online. So that's what was my saving grace, mm. uh, because all my band periods at the high school are in the morning. So kids would just be able to come up in the morning, and we had like morning rehearsals as well. So you come to morning rehearsal, you stay through your class period, and then you bounce for the day to go take your rest of classes. Wow. So I had a bunch of kids that were technically remote learners, but I didn't have to deal with that too much, mm-hmm. right? I had I three kids full remote and um you know strange time i had to figure out i had to figure out how to teach that yeah. and then 
We're all figuring it out. We're all trying to figure it out. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then everything. now, similarly, since you're in your third year, and you're at an elementary, right? Correct. Correct. Um, I don't know what it's been like for you, but my first year, I got a pretty good view. Like, I got a solid group of kids. And I was like, yo, mad talented. Dope. I can go from here and just keep cranking that up. And then last year, like there wasn't much of a drop off. And I was like, nice, like I can, I can keep moving it up. But then this year I realized like I took a big step back and kind of looked at where my kids were actually at. And I started asking a lot of these like fundamental questions of like, just like simple things like, yo, count this bar of, of syncopated eighth notes. Like quick little assessment. Yeah. Yeah. Quick little assessment. What's this note? Three ledger lines above. Uh, a treble clef and like all of them were just like folding on all of this information anyone who is not a musician if you're listening to that you're like what's that it's just music code and you know there's certain things that you know when you when you hear th- certain things you're you're going to recognize because that's what it yes. is that's when you're a musician but as a teacher right it's certainly uh the role of showing them how to you know uh, uh you know be able, being able to recognize that and if they can't, it's like, oh, okay. I got, and that's what you're feeling. Yeah. Right? So, so, so the analogy that I was giving to like my sixth grade, like, uh, cause I, I also teach middle school. Um, but the, I, I use a lot of sports analogies cause you mm-hmm. know, they're just a little bit easier to digest. It's like it, in that sense, I like all my kids were like killing it, shooting threes from, from the side, like from be, behind the arc. And then I was like, cool, pass me the ball. And they were like trucking it to the rafters. Like, that's what it felt like. <laughs> I was like, what do you mean you can, you can shoot at three, like nine times out of 10, but you can't do a simple pass, yeah. like pass or like a bounce pass or like a Dribble. layup, just like something really fundamental to the, to what it is that you're supposed to be doing. Or even endurance. Or yeah. Or just, yeah. can you run down the court? And like half of them fall. Like <laughs> that's what it felt like. Or and, do 30 and minutes. Re- yeah. It really forced me to be like, yo, how do I, how do I take the step back from my ego of being like, I've got a good program. My kids can do X, Y, and Z. And being like, yo, my program is just kind of okay. And they can only do A. So right, scratch that. No, that'd be a good if they could only do A. They could only do F. <laughs> they missed A through E somewhere between sixth grade and where I have them now. And I need to figure out how to fill in all those holes. Right. So that way we can, as I progress them past F, it actually makes sense. So like, would you say that they're very good about uh, doing the thing that's requested on the present uh, tense like here's the thing that is is happening at this moment they can deliver it when it comes to the fundamentals of being able to not only do that but also uh, be presented new things and being able to transfer what they could apply in that present f they could apply it to the next new one next new one exactly the foundation. exactly but the foundations is it's it's it, you know uh, it's almost like it accidentally works for the present it doesn't mean that they actually understand kind of thing yes yes exactly yeah. like i could they when i explained rhythms to them they understood them but if i just gave them a piece of music and be like, rhythms. yo 
learn this, learn the first four bars, I'll be right back. They wouldn't be able to do it. But I would play it for them. They're like, oh yeah, I know what that is. I can do that. But yeah. that 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 disconnect as a lot of musicians have of like eyes to to fingers or yeah. eyes to hands. You're the they, mediator. They, yeah. They didn't have that. So that's been a, a venture for me this year and figuring out as 10th graders, 11th graders, 12th graders, how do I best serve you to be better musicians without being disrespectful to like what you know already while also giving you the information that you missed? And you know, that, that makes me think, is that what comes to mind when since the lockdown has, has been in full-fledged, right? since March yeah. and in terms of reflection and uh, expanding into endeavors outside of, outside of uh, teaching and especially within your creative realm, which is the podcast, right? Would you say yeah. that, that these kinds of reflections have been showing up uh, much more present or presently? I'm sure if that's the right use. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and it's, it's come in the form of, okay, what I thought was such it was my ego lift distorting reality and it's actually this and you're facing it and it, it uh it, it it now offered you data to re recalibrate right and that's yeah what you're saying no absolutely personally yeah. and you know and i and i'm very curious culturally especially because now that's already that's a lot of people are talking to man and you know, I, I've been listening and a lot of them are, you know, some of them I know, right. I went, I shared the same classes with them and, yeah. you know, it's, it's cool to share, you know, to see, you know, the, you know, what, it, so that this is just a journey from, you know, Marcus Bonilla in the classroom, myself and with my kids, here's what I'm facing. You know, we're not, we can't teach music physically. So, you know, I've been exploring making videos for them and that's a yep. whole other space because it's like, now I have to think in terms of, how will they see it? You know, are they in a classroom? Mm -hmm. Are they at home? Uh, half and half. How do I make it so that they're it's sequenced like the way it would be in present? Uh, but I don't. I can't. I'm not there with them. I can't check on them. You know. So it's it's a certain like it's I've I've been finding myself in that same reflective space. And you know, ultimately, our kids, your kids, my kids, you know. As much as there's all this culture happening, it's almost as though they really don't know what's going on. They're really blind to it all because they're kids. And yeah. you get to see the distinction of what what are some of the characteristics of, of kids, you know, the the concept of seeing through each other's eye, especially culturally, is kind of a weird idea, right? But I yeah. feel that with you know those who are adults navigating on on their own, making decisions, you know, adults. Um, the, 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 the spin in culture is, has become something that is not something that we can ignore, right? It's, it's almost as though it's a, it's a noticing. And here's, here's a thought that came to me, uh, earlier today. And I, I thought I would share it with you and I'm, I'm curious. what. Okay. And it goes like this. It was actually shout out to Kyle Johnson. I was shout, you know, Kyle trumpet player. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He um, he messaged me like, hey, how's it going? We we messaged each other, uh, just like you and I do. Uh, like, hey, what do you think of this? What do you think of that? Hey, how's it going? That kind of thing. 
And yeah. uh, it was like, hey, let's do, let's do, let's talk on the phone real quick. And um, so this thought came out of him. So shout out to Kyle Johnson. Shout out. How is it we could be so convicted in information yet end up so conflicted? And something that, you know, kids won't really understand naturally when, when they become more, you know, into adults um, making decisions and living on their own, that kind of thing. I wonder how much more that becomes apparent for them, but certainly for ourselves, our generation and those making decisions along the journey, that to me is something that I've noticed that is quite a, a notable lens. Would you say what comes to mind? Mm. Say uh, say the quote again. Mm-hmm. It is, how is it we could be so convicted in information, yet end up so conflicted? So I think it's so important that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That, I got that, that. We, that we've been so reflective within our own selves that what becomes apparent is, oh, there's like this. There's this like battleground out there. And it's like, that's kind of weird. You know, yeah. while you guys are doing that, how are you? How are you? Are y'all doing okay? You know, uh, it's, it sounds like, you know, people are feeling certain ways that, you know, maybe off centering our. I'll leave it to you. <laughs> yeah. So what that, what that kind of, brings to mind would be the the political climate as mm-hmm. as it is currently where people are more enticed with being on a side than they are with hearing opinions mm. right the the issue is that everybody thinks they're right which leads to conf- uh, confliction. Exactly. Everybody's convicted with their own self-righteousness, uh, if you will, uh, where it's like, I'm on this side. I believe these things. These people say that these are the things that matter. So that's why I say that they matter. So therefore, you're saying otherwise, and you're wrong. Boom. And if you're saying that to the other person who feels the exact same way, about their side of things that's how you get that that clash of of confliction and they're both rooted in the in in goodness they are they are rooted in goodness they're just like i believe these things to be true and i want them to be true because if they're true for me that's good for me so if they're good for me how could they not be good for you and people aren't willing to see that people aren't willing to acknowledge that um like like a like an easy one people uh people an easy one people Mm -hmm. on the left um death penalty is bad Mm -hmm. life is sacred people on the right abortion is bad life is sacred boom Right, they're both. The sentiment is life is sacred, mm-hmm. and they're talking about it with the same vigor, 
and the same enthusiasm, but it's with it's within different topics, but because the left isn't talking about that with like abortion, the right's like, how dare you not think life is sacred? And then vice versa. It's like, you're not like, how, how are you okay with killing anybody with via death penalty? Life is sacred. It's like, you're arguing about the same shit. You're just looking at it through different lenses. Why can't you just sit down and like pull back for a second? Yeah. Realize this. What's the and situation? Then, like, yeah. Yeah. Actually talk it out with, with one another. And, and that's hard. Uh, people there, want, people want instant gratification all the time. So it, when you talk things out, things don't always get squared up. So if they don't get squared up, why, like, why did I waste my time on that? It's like, mm-hmm. well, it might not get squared up right now, but it might plant a seed in your head toward the next time you talk about it with somebody another seed gets planted and like, Oh, now I get it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Would you and, say that and, that's the encapsulation of what it's almost like the first amendment is invisible until it's witnessed kind of like happiness. It's like, well, that's, mm. you know, you can't get happiness, but it's a, it's a, it's a fading and receiving experience. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree with that. Absolutely. Like, Freedom of speech is freedom of speech until it's uh, negating my freedom of speech. Then yeah. your freedom of speech is wrong. It's like, that's not how it works. But it's, it's like, so justified. And that's where it gets like, oh, well, let's justify Let's comfort. Like uh, yeah. I had some, I, uh, you know, I've seen conversations and you may, you may have uh, noticed through, uh, you know, crossing um, the infamous November 3rd. Oh, now how has it, all become but a blur uh that period <laughs> that era yeah. you know i was raising a lot of question mainly because i'm like i i try not to be in the loop of of that information and you know it's it's good i think perhaps we can all find it that it's a uh, it's quite healthy to you know find oneself doing things that take time away from you know, the phone or the news mm-hmm. or this and that. It's like, how can we do things that takes us away from that? And, and so I, because of that, I've been finding myself in and out, in and out of in, the information vortex. And, you know, one, at one point I could feel like I'm, I'm informed and all of a sudden I'm like, what just happened? And yeah, so it's like, well, how about I just live in asking questions because, you know, as much as one can find um, perhaps I'm, I'd like to think that most people have, you know, different kinds of circles, so they get to see different kinds of information flow. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I, I'd like to think that I am in that that kind of space where I have a lot of people who are on the right side of the spectrum who I have a lot of respect for and are reasonable, and on the left side of the spectrum who are, uh, you know, I have a lot of respect for. And man, you know, we we go way back and all this stuff, right? Yeah. And there's this collide, and it's like, whoa. And because of that, and asking questions here, asking questions over there, and what do you think over here? What do you think of this? Is what this person is saying, this and that. Uh, someone asked me, okay, Ricky Ray, you tell me what you're thinking. You know, what's, what, what are you thinking? What's your agenda? I'm like, I um, may I share my opinion? And sure, go for it. And it was along the lines, and I welcome your thought on this. Uh, my view is 
you know, there's one side over here looking at another side saying that, you know, they are X, Y, and Z, right? And, you know, for, for supporting, you know, a particular side. And this side is not looking at those points. They're not supporting that person because of those points. They're supporting for other reasons. And yet they ask the same question to the other side. How could you support them because of X, Y, and Z? But they're not looking at those reasons. They're looking at why this person shouldn't be there. So it's so there's like, because we're, we're not looking at the same thing, kind of like what you're saying about the mm-hmm. sacredness, when we're when they're put together, it's like, oh, collision course. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. What does that mean? Well, you know, what do you, what do you, uh, I'll just ask, what, what do you, what do you think that means culturally? Uh, it's, it's the instant gratification thing, man. We unfortunately have grown up into a, in, into a society of needing things now and we need things clearly. Um, and if we don't get things clearly, then it's like, what's the point? We we move on from it. Down to the touch. And Does your phone vibrate when you touch it? Yeah, right. Yeah. And you can't take it off. <laughs> I took it off once. And then for a long time, I was like, oh, yes, I don't have any notifications because of that. And and, and then it started to come back. I'm like, to the point where I'm so, I'm crazy. Like when I grab my phone, if it vibrates, I put it back. I'm like, no, I'm not letting you condition me. Even though it's still yeah. conditioning me. But if anything, you're okay, you're conditioning me, I'm gonna condition you over. Eh. Sorry, you're saying. Yeah. It's exactly, man. We've we've become so conditioned to to all these things. And not all of them are healthy and not all of them are good, but they become so ingrained in our lives that it's hard to think otherwise. And I think the outcome of this year is going to be, although it feels uh, as, as much as I am a, a realist and, and very much present thinker, I do have some optimism um, for, for post 2020 in the sense of I, based off of everybody I talked to, a lot of them share the same sentiment of like, they're forced to think about something this year uh, during quarantine. They're forced to think about themselves. They're forced to think about what their development is. They're forced to think about whether or not they were truly, what what path they were on was inviting happiness into their life or not. And a lot of them realized that it, they weren't, so they, they uh, adjusted. And I think, think because people are allowing themselves to adjust ultimately will be in a better spot yeah it'll make us recognize oh this thing is actually not just some cool thing to have no it's like it's actually infected our minds in a both beautiful way and concerning way (laughs) yeah 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 and and i think people are out there asking important questions and and they're asking questions in a way and in a depth that aren't able to be answered right away, right? Uh, even even a bullshit answer has to have some depth on it. You know what I mean? You know, may I request real quick on that? I feel like it's along those lines. Uh, like one of one of my, not one, many friends have told have accused me of posing 
mental gymnastics. And honestly, I'm like, mental what? What's that? And and apparently the 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 mindset behind it is, oh, I'm gonna speak in a very weird way so that I could like, you know, try to trick you and this and I'm like, yeah. Honestly, I'm just talking like out loud and I'm just capturing it through text and however it comes out. I, I, I pause and I reflect. And I'm like, oh, how can I make it more clear? Because I'm very cluttery. I'm very cluttered. I'm very wordy. But it's not because I'm trying. It just it just it just pops out like that. Yeah, and, this, is what, this is what happens. Yeah, and even you know, I I try. You know, there's one response where I was like very you know concise. I, I trimmed a lot, and she was still like, it's still a little bit of mental gymnastics, but uh, you know, I think I see what you're trying to get. I'm like, hey, you know me. I've always been like that. You know, I mean, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah, trying to be you know gymnastic here. I'm just, if anything, I have a hard time talking. <laughs> That's one of my reasons for. <laughs> For the podcast, I want to get better at, you know, thinking and articulating and, you know, just communicating. And and so I wanted to share that with you. Yeah, man. And I I was just talking about this and uh, the episode that drops tomorrow uh, Stay tuned. On, my, Stay tuned. on my podcast. Stay tuned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tomorrow, again, depending on when you yeah. <laughs> drop this, <laughs> the episode that came out on Sunday, on Monday, uh, December 7th. December 7th. Um, you heard it. Yes, that episode, um, we were talking about, I view a lot of things in its, fu- like its fundamental and its simplicity. And I think that's what makes me an effective speaker is because I'm, I, since I think in the way of like boiling things down to like its smallest point, the I'm able to articulate is. things. I'm able to articulate things in the same way. And on that it's just like i don't think that there's vicious people out there trying to end the world mm-hmm. i think everybody well, has you? intentions of good yeah yeah i think everybody everybody's intentions are rooted in the betterment of their people and whether or not that their their people is the entirety of of the the human race or their people is you know rooted in racism um it's rooted in what they believe is to be good mm-hmm. and if if people start there i think if if you allow everybody's thoughts and views to be rooted in good intentions we can then move from there and work on whether or not they truly are good, what we can pick and pull from them, what is, and, and scrap what may not be for the true betterment of everybody else. But like, again, that, that shared sentiment of life is sacred. Like we can take those, those things out and just be like, okay, if we all think life is sacred, why do you think that this saving this life is bad and not saving that life is bad? as bad and vice versa it's like and all in the same space where there's people that could also find good within their tribe their culture their country and if you cross because you're because you're not from that off with your head and it's crazy how even that exists so like at the end of the day yes you know good you know it exists within the within intentions but if one is perceived not good it's like, okay, well, how do we clarify that? Because 
if we don't talk it out, there's there's only physical encounter. So the mi- the yeah. the mystery, this this invisible space of tongue, you know, the language, the communication allows for instead of who are you, you know, it's like, oh, it's this and that. I'm from this and that. We're actually all one. Mm-hmm. Okay, but you know, what's that tribe that you know uh, that's an island that's hasn't been touched by any modern civilization. Uh, any, anybody that tries to go he, he less, yeah. doesn't make it, doesn't make it. And, and, you know, apparently for good reason for, uh, for that, those people, you know, they may have been crossed by a foreigner. So they made it a point to like, never again, will anyone come in? Allow it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like for the good of them. Yes. For the good of whoever us is and whoever they are, you know, if we're perceived as an enemy, it's like now it changes the, well, how do we ease that? That, that, that question now gets to prop up and, you know, and perhaps what comes to mind for me, I'm curious what you think. Um, if there is a, an enemy, let's just say hypothetically trying to weaken or, you know, you know, threaten all of us. Uh, I think you're right. I, I don't, I don't think there's an entity that could, there's too many people. There's it's too much madness, but how could that happen? It would, my opinion would be, well, how about we weaken it for generations? With And I'm going to be a little crazy here. I'm going to talk crazy here. Here it is. How about we pump you with sugar? How about we pump you with misinformation? How about we pump you with all this misleading culture and just devalue all the things and disrupt the home? However, that could occur because certainly that seems to be the conversation that has been noticed. And I don't know what to make out of that. You know, I'm not a scientist, you know, but according to stats here and there, kick inside, okay, I'm like, well, I don't know what to do with that. Is that a, is that a <laughs> weird thought? <laughs> nah, it's not, man. And I, and, and, and man, I, I, I hate that. Yes. I have to cut this, cut this yes. a little bit short. Like I said, by the way, get, yes, I did. We did say uh, for an hour, y'all, ladies and gentlemen, let me ask you this one last question to kick y'all out here. It's this, where can we find you? Um, le- I mean, let me, let me finish this, this, this kind of basic thought real quick before I do all the, all the plugs it. and such, but just, um, I think it starts with, with yourself, man. I, I truly do. I think if you're not willing to work on yourself and uh, tend to tend to your garden, you can't go forth and and help people with theirs or try to trash theirs. Like if everybody's trying to trash each other's gardens, then nobody's getting to eat. Like work on yourself, make sure that you are a better person for the world, and then from there we can move forward and 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 change change some of the negative outcomes of of our current state and hopefully make things better for the future but who knows like i said i'm 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 very much an optimist and we shall see if any of that happens and who knows we might just get killed by a meteor and all this is for naught and but along the way (laughs) shall we check on our neighbors and shall that ripple for as long as this flesh is attained and encapsulating the entity that is us. Is that, that is a weird thought. And we'll leave it yeah, there. And by the way, thank you for your, um, your finishing thoughts. And 
Absolutely. Please, you're welcome. Where can we find you? And once again, so, all of again, the- all things social media. It's holla at your boy. Uh, follow us on Facegram, Instagram, Twitter, uh, TikTok, uh, all podcast streamings, Apple, uh, Spotify, and Google Play. It's all H-O-L-L-A at Y-U-H-B-O-I. Holla at your boy. We're just out here trying to give some people some space to talk, man. That's all it is. And thank uh, you for creating such space here with me. And I appreciate your time. Absolutely, brother. I appreciate you having me on. Hopefully, get to see you soon, brother. It's always a pleasure getting to see you in person. Uh, and then uh, hopefully we get to do this again, whether it's I'm back on your show or you're you're on my show. But Just keep vibing. Uh, Puro Vibra wherever absolutely. it's found. Wherever it's found. And by absolutely. the way, for anyone that's reached this point, be sure to hit that red button, that subscribe button. There's a like button. Make it blue. Make it blue. And by the way, there's that little bell that pops up. Be sure to hit that so that every time, whenever we have our conversation, you always get that pinga. Good day, everybody. (laughs) You know what I'm (laughs) saying?